Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about the sixth installment of the Swan Princess franchise, and that is going to be Princess Tomorrow Pirate Today. I was getting those titles so confused, like this one in particular. I don't know why. But anyway, so um, yeah, guys, this is the sixth one. This is the first time that we are going to meet our little friend, Luca. Luca is um, a new character that's being brought into the Swan Princess series, and he will be um, an important part of the series, I would say, for the next three films from uh, six to nine. Um, not really in ten, because ten, he and Elise aren't in that much, if they're, like, in it at all. So, the like, the next three sagas. And what's interesting is we get to see... Um, Elise kind of growing up, you know, from uh, five to six to seven to eight. And then in nine, she's a whole ass adult. She just, she, she and Luke, uh, Lucas just become adults out of like nowhere. There's no, it's just, it's just crazy. But anyway, so Lucas in this film is stranded on this island. He ran away from his parents basically one night after he heard them saying they were going to give him up for, give him up for adoption because they could not afford to keep him. They are poor. Um, so, yeah, he decided, uh, no, I'm not about to be, like, just, you know, giving up for adoption, I, I want to say. So he left his home and ended up on this island with these troll creatures who are obsessed with meat. They just like to eat people. So it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these movies, you guys, are, like, they're kind of dark. I'm not going to even lie to you. Like, I felt that way the last movie I watched was The uh, Family Tale or whatever it was. Um and just, like, the squirrel dying for no reason. Another one of the squirrels, like, almost dies but is saved. Um, Derek almost dies. Odette almost... I'm just like, God, like, death is such a huge thing in this series. And then Elisa's father in that movie obviously dies, too. So I'm just like, what the heck? Like, people just be dying for whatever reason. People just die in this movie series. Like, it's just... It's just... And I believe they're, like, Christian movies, because even in this film, they're, like, they talk about, like, angels and stuff. So I'm just, like, why is, like, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, something that's, like, you know, about religion or God or whatever can't be, you know, can't have death in it. Of course, the Bible has death all over it, but it's just, like, wow. Like, people just be dying in this, like, kids franchise movies. Like, but I mean, I guess... I don't know. I guess there's a reason for it in a lot of the films, too. You know, it's kind of symbolic. But at the same time, it's it's a little strange. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of death in, in these movies. And I'm just like, but why? Like, I, I just, it, there's always someone who's getting cursed. And the curse always has to do with death. And, girl, <laughs> yeah. Um... To tell you the truth, I don't remember much of the plot of this movie. We're, I'm just gonna, we're just going to cover what, what I know because this movie got boring real quick. So we're just going to cover what I know. Anyway, so yeah. Um, in this movie, Odette and Derek are kind of off. Like it's the summertime. They're off doing something in the kingdom. I don't know, royal duties or whatever. And Elise is left with Rogers and her grandmother, Uberta. And Uberta's like, I'm going to treat uh, teach her how to be a princess. This is what I've always wanted. And Rogers, for whatever reason, this time wants to be like, he wants to teach her how to be like a sailor, like a pirate or no, like a sailor. Actually, she wants to be a pirate. And Elise is just kind of like, I want to be a modern princess, whatever that means. She wants to be a modern princess. She wants to be a princess who isn't just like about the skirts and the gowns and stuff, which I'm kind of like, wait a minute. Like, where is this coming from? Because you don't know any other princesses. Like, to say I want to be a modern princess, what does that even mean? Like, you don't know any other princesses. All you know is Odette and then Uberta. So where is this coming from? I mean, I suppose she wants to be more of like a like a, a do-it-yourself kind of girl. But 
which is fine, but it's just kind of strange that she just like phrases it a modern princess when, you know, from this movie to the last movie that she that she first appeared in, we don't really see her around any other girls or anything like that or any other type of, you know, princess for her to, you know, choose that she doesn't want to be like Odette. She wants to be something different. So it's just, it's just kind of weird. I don't know. To me, I was like, that seems strange, but I love it. I live for it because I'm glad that she wants to be more than just the curtsying, the bowing, all the kind of bull crap. I like that she wants to do something different. That's cool. Um, but you know, it just, I don't know. It was, it was weird to me just her phrasing it that way. So she wants to kind of go off with Rogers and become like a sailor or whatever. And, um, she ends up tricking you, Berta and, 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 uh, whatever the staff. <laughs> um, and then he ends up taking her on a ship. And I was right. The last film, uh, um, number five is the last time we see Braun, uh, I believe, because we didn't see him at all in this film. Um, I don't think we're, I don't, we don't see him in seven either. I don't think we're going to see him in eight. We do not see him in nine or 10. So I think Braun's last film was the last film. Uh, number five, I think like a, fa- a royal family, something, a family tale, which is interesting because like, he, I don't know, like, we still see the cook, we still see Chamberlain, which, I mean, I guess there's more use for them than Braun, but not really, because Bromley's, like, Derek's best friend. Like, it's the only friend Derek actually has outside of, like, Odette's little friends and stuff. He himself doesn't, and, and Rogers, but he himself doesn't really have a friend, so they kind of brought in Lucas to get rid of him, and then there's also, like, Bridget, who doesn't really have much to do at all. Like, in this movie, she's kind of in it, but not really. There's just, I don't know, this, it's just interesting how they still, like, held on to the chef and held on to Chamberlain, but then got rid of, like, Bromley, who, Bromley's, like, he was in it more than um, those other two characters. So I don't know. It's just kind of strange, but he ends up getting like, he ends up getting kicked out of these movies. And honestly, he gets replaced by like squirrels and junk. So anyway, um, they end up setting sail. And I forgot what, again, I wasn't paying attention really. I forgot what happens, but they end up on this island, obviously stranded um, with uh, Luke, Lucas. They, I want to call him Luca, but that's not Luca. Lucas, whatever. Um, Lucas and... <laughs> I like the name Luca, by the way. I've always liked the name Luca. And now I want to name my kid Luca. I'm probably never going to do that because, like, I have a specific name for, for a boy that I want him. Like, there, there's two names. Just shut up. There's two names that I want my son to have. Either Bastion, like Sebastian, but like Bastion from, like, Never Ending Story. Or Sora. I love that name because Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, those are my two boys, Sora and Bastion. That's what, and obviously like Sebastian, which is great too. I love Sebastian and that's from Little Mermaid. So, and I like the name Urchin, but like Urchin's probably never gonna, I'm not gonna name my kid Urchin. It's not gonna happen. But Luca's a good name. I wouldn't mind my kid having the name Luca. I just, I really wouldn't mind it. Um, it's a cute little name. It's just, it's just a cute little name. I don't know. Anyway, so, um, they she ends up meeting him and she's like you need to go back to your family get off this island he's like well i'm kind of safe here as long as they don't know i'm i'm here but no i'm not trying to go back to my family family suck blah 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 kind of a peter pan and wendy situation type deal where she's like you know you need to get home i, I miss my my parents and he's like nah i don't miss them like whatever so anyway um he ends up helping her get off the island. I'm just, get, I'm skipping through because none of this, like, it's just, this was just a movie to be made just to be made. Like, it really was. Like, it just, it just really was. So anyway, like, he helps her get off the island and um, we end up seeing his parents kind of hanging out with Odette's parents. Um, we do see, um, I think his name is Scully, the, the, uh, the 
squirrel that died in the previous film he is now a spirit which we kind of we see that in the last movie too at the very end so we are very aware that he is a spirit now so he kind of communicates between the two parties because he can kind of travel through you know whatever um he can go from one place to another and kind of help people out so he kind of like tries to put luca's luke see i did it lucas's family in the direction of odette's family and then kind of like tries to help because once they get off the island and they go back to odette's kingdom um lucas runs off he's like i'm not i told you i'm not going home blah blah, blah. and it's kind of a quest to find lucas his family's looking for him um but odette and Derek are looking for their daughter they haven't been reunited yet and then the daughter's looking for lucas too so the you know the squirrel spirit has to kind of make everything um work out and it, you kind of I, I was wondering in this if he knew because i know that he's dead but like a lot of people believe that when you die you kind of get the answers to why we exist what's going to happen next all that kind of stuff so in my mind i can't help but wonder if um the squirrel scully after he died kind of like knew that lucas and that elise were destined to be together because he seems to really want to make their friendship work um especially in this movie because i was kind of like like what what is it for you that he gets reunited with his family but maybe he always knew that like after he died maybe he he discovered like oh look she's gonna meet a boy and this boy is gonna be like the guy she ends up with so like i just thought that was kind of the cute idea that he kind of had now that he's dead he kind of has the knowledge of this is what's gonna happen it's interesting too because i feel like he's kind of a more like as much as i love puffin and i love jean bob and i love um oh the other one what is the other one's name um speed as much as i love these characters i really feel like he kind of outshines them in a way and like in level of importance to the next couple of chapters of the movie because he's able to do things that they can't do like yeah i mean i i'm not saying i don't want those characters of course i do but i think introducing a squirrel character that can like that is dead and can talk to things on the other side and stuff i think it just kind of makes those characters like okay you are just going to be complete side characters now there's like really no need for you and that's the truth like i feel like a lot of the a lot of the newer movies they're just looking for things to do with jean bob speed and puffin where i feel like they've actually really utilized more huberta and um sir rogers they really do utilize those two characters quite a bit in the newer films sometimes even more than odette and uh derek which in this film they do so it's interesting because it kind of it goes from being about a film series about Odette and Derek and their love for each other. And then it kind of blossoms into some of the other characters getting more of a shine uh, later on down the line, which I, like I said, I think Huberta and uh, Sir Rogers really do out, like outshine them in a lot of the sequels. Um, Huberta really comes off as just like very powerful in a lot of the movies. She's very, very like, she's, she's boisterous and she really does own this series in my opinion i just think she does i like i'm more fascinated by her and what she's gonna say and do in a lot of the movies than i am with odette and Derek. because odette has really just been given the role of barbie in these movies she just feels like barbie and i'm not talking about like barbie in you know a lot of the like the swan lake movie and so yes i've seen some of those movies don't girl girl but anyway i've seen some of those movies um and they're not all bad but like not barbie in those movies more like barbie in like that netflix series um I saw like a few episodes of that where like it's it like I think it focuses on like one of her sisters I don't remember but like she's reduced to that kind of thing and and Ken of course like you know Derek is like Ken they're both reduced to just like these blah kind of you know story storylines scenarios until the end I will say that the ten film really does pick up Derek and Odette and kind of shows like you know 
they're nowhere near as Odette and Derek as they used to be, but they're on the track, I suppose, of getting back to that. Because, like, you've had the last couple films leading up to the 10th film were really about Elise and, um, and Luke, Lucas. Um, and then, of course, Huberta and then Sir Roger. So it kind of does kind of return back to them in the last film. Um, but even in the last film, I still found, um, Huberta more interesting than most of them. I just think she's she's just she's a character. I think every voice actress that ends up playing this 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 part does it really well. I don't know if like I I know there's been like a few different you know uh, voice actresses for her character, but um I feel like they all kind of know how to play the part. Same thing with Sir Rogers. I feel like they know how to play these parts very very well. They bounce off each other like really well, and um. In my opinion, too, that's another reason why I was kind of sad that Braun didn't really come back because I feel like in the first film, he really does a great job of playing like Derek's, you know, trying to be cool sidekick friend. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, he wasn't going to last 10 movies. That was that was obvious. But at the same time, he did provide something to the films. And it, it kind of sometimes, sometimes some of the side characters kind of lack in these movies. And I feel like he could have been kept on um for just a few more films like I said like in in the fifth film with Elise he's just in it to be in it there's really nothing that he offers to the film you see him a few times and that's kind of it Bridget is the same way she just she doesn't really offer much she says a few she doesn't says a few little kooky things but that's pretty much it for her character because they're so focused on adding new ones or or you know just having the ones that we have pre-established just doing a lot and only that being Rogers and uh Uberta, they do so much. But like I said, Derek and and Odette, they really just kind of they're just kind of there. And a lot of these films, like it's funny that they're called the Swan Princess because like eventually we get so far away from the Swan Princess. Like we just we just do. We know that Odette is a Swan Princess, but 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 like if you were going and watching these movies, like watching I would say number six, um the one I just watched, number six, probably number seven, and like eight um, you probably wouldn't know what you're watching. I haven't seen it yet, but you probably wouldn't know what you're watching because there's really no reference to her being the Swan Princess. Like, well, meaning there's no scenes that we see her being the Swan Princess. Again, five we do because it has to kind of tell you the story that the previous four films did. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously, like, in the first four movies, or first three, anyway, Odette obviously becomes the swan princess. Like, at one point, she becomes a swan in all three of these movies. So it is kind of refreshing that somewhere down the line, we don't have to see a lot of that. But at the same time, like, I, it's it's also strange. You would think that they would make Elise have the same spell. Like, someone would put the same spell on her and she would become the swan, the new swan princess for the new generation. But she's she's just not. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen later down the line, perhaps. Remember, Odette didn't become the swan princess until she was about, like, 17, oh, I think 18, her coming-of-age thing as well. So, who knows? The 11th film might have that same, uh, same storyline. I don't know. But I just think it's interesting that, like, a few films you know, later in the series, don't even really have Odette as the swan princess anymore. She's just, that's just her title, but we don't ever see her transform again. Um, at least I, yeah, we don't see it in, in the later films from like film six to I think 10. Again, I haven't seen eight yet. Eight is the only one of the newer ones now that I haven't seen, but I mean, this film is, it's boring. It, it, honestly, if it wasn't for Lucas being in it, I probably wouldn't have liked it. Um, 
at all because I just I lost interest in it somewhere and I I, I didn't want to lose interest because someone said it was bad I just generally didn't I just genuinely didn't care enough to like really like what's going on what's happening I, I just didn't Hubert's is not in much of this film she's kind of stays at home um on the sidelines and so we really just ha- and Rogers gets captured and they do this whole food network show type thing in this movie this is this is I think the film that starts to bring in that kind of stuff we see that come later in the films too um where we do the like the the singing competition thing and then like in the 10th film there's this weird like pinball moment um where they're like on it like not, kind of like a game show but not really kind of thing so it definitely takes jabs at like pop culture like current pop culture and stuff like that and um in these later movies so i i don't know it's just there's there's a lot <laughs> but anyway everybody gets reunited and it's great and also what really pisses me off about these movies i'm sorry not i hate to use that word but it's true um I used to use that word talking about, you know, an animated feature, but what really bothers me about these movies is the songs are so pop, like, at the end. I I love pop music, but, like, this is just, again, it's so Barbie. Like, what I love about the first movie, I love the songs. I actually love the song called Eternity, which is one of my favorite, like, songs in an animated movie, period. Like, it's just a great song. Um, the, the the singer who sung it, she did a great job. It was just a beautiful song. We never hear that song again. I don't know if we hear it in 2 and 3, I can't remember. But in, like, 4 Beyond, we never hear that. And that bothers me because I thought they really could have done a great job with the... Um, in Cathay in in the 10th installment when it's the Asian princess marrying her her um her partner I thought that that's when Uberta could have sung Eternity or even had like the, the the prince Prince Lee sing Eternity in the ninth film for his singing competition song or at um that at uh Elisa's coming coming of age party like somebody could have sung that song it's a great song I don't know if they have the rights to that song I'm assuming they don't because I feel like if they had the rights to it somebody would have sung it but it's just weird that they don't ever bring that song back it's just for longer than forever that's the only song that we hear in like every movie for whatever reason like as a like as a gag um or the opening credit scene whatever which doesn't really change much honestly but like i don't know it's just really sad that we don't get to hear eternity again if you guys have never heard uh eternity from the swan princess do yourself a favor and go listen to that song because i love that song you guys i do actually what happened tonight is i was watching this movie and i started i went down this rabbit hole of watching like bad hillary duff dance videos like someone like did a compilation of her singing her song with love and really bad dancing and i was like oh my god this is terrible and then i saw like i saw patty labelle doing like you know her like where's my background singers moment so i watched that and then like they led me to like other artists talking about Britney Spears and saying negative things about her, which bothered me um, because it was a whole bunch of males saying, oh, yeah, she looks, she dresses like this, that, and the third. I'm like, but wait a minute. Don't you sing about beating your wife? Don't you sing about this, that, and the third? Like, shut up. Like, just stop talking. Eminem, shut up. But anyway, so it went to that. And then I went down a rabbit hole of like old school Britney music. So I started listening to Britney music as I'm watching this movie. I'm like, I really don't care about this movie because I'm I'm singing old Britney. I was singing like crazy, both versions of Di- Drive Me Crazy. I was uh, listening to What You See Is What You Get. Um, I'm Just a Girl With a Crush On You. Like I was just really just into it. Like Cinderella, like old school Britney. I was just like rocking out to her music. And I was watching the movie, checking in and out on it, but it didn't really matter to me. So there's that. But yeah, you can watch this movie as well on Amazon Prime. Um, a few of the films are there however some of the other ones are not so the whole complete collection i don't think you can watch on any streaming service um 
but like they have a few they have a few on each one and i do know i think stars has all of them i think so if you have like a star subscription or if you do have like a um not hbo max but if you do have a amazon prime you are able to watch a lot of movies that come on stars but maybe not everything so i don't know again i found some on tubi as well so and i think there's like one or two on youtube i'm not quite sure but i will get back to you guys with the eighth installment so far this is how i'm gonna rank them um the, still in first place it is the first one princess film in second place i think it's the ninth film which is the the singing competition one and then in third place it is the royal wedding one um after that it's the seventh film which is royally undercover then i'm going to say it is the fifth film the family tale one then it's going to be um that's hard i'm gonna say I'm going to say the Christmas film only because I like some of the songs. Like, I don't like some of the songs. I like the fact that it's Christmassy. And then this film, the sixth film, which is um, the... I just said what it was. Princess to Tomorrow, Pirate Today. That one. This is the last place one so far. And I still have three more movies to go, uh, which is the, 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 the first two sequels, uh, the second and third movie, and then the eighth movie. So I will get back to you with the official Princess or Swan Princess rating when I'm done with those three films. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, and I'll see you soon. Peace.